Please listen carefully. Hey guys, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal where we only talk about fitness and health and wellness because as you guys know, if you do cross it, you know that a big part of it is all about the community. If, you know, a lot of people don't get into it for that reason, but they soon realize that, you know, getting to know others in the class and getting to know people is a big part of it. And that's why people stick around for so long. So what we're going to do is go through and interview our own members and figure out who they are, uh, what they do, where they're coming from. And hopefully that gets you guys to get to know them better. And, you know, if they offer some industry specific, uh, information that you find interesting, then great. So in this episode, we're going to interview Caitlin Mathley. She's one of our members who is a uh, real estate agent. So first we get into how she got into that, how she went from, uh, baking, uh, working at a bakery and thinking that was going to be her career to real estate. We talk about her her fitness background and how she got into CrossFit. And we also talk about travel because she is a big traveler. Uh, She and her husband almost eloped to Alaska. Instead, they eloped to Iceland. So you're going to have to listen to the episode for those details. So hopefully you enjoy it and let us know if you have any questions for the podcast or any ideas for guests. Thanks. Um, for like, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but that's alright. <laughs> yeah. Hope I don't fail I feel, you. I feel good about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So why don't you talk about who you are, where you're from, where you grew up, and your backstory? Well, my name is Caitlin. <laughs> I grew up in North Wales, Borough. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved out for a little bit. Went to college. Where'd you go to college? I went to two different places. I went to Monco, and then I tried out Colorado State for a little bit. How'd that go? I didn't finish. (laughs) Um, Just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Moved out there with a boyfriend, then it ended. But when I came back home... Was the boyfriend the reason to come back home, or was it other stuff? uh, It just... I just like the Northeast a whole lot better than living out in Colorado, Mm -hmm. I guess. But, uh, yeah, came back home. I was baking full-time. Uh, I worked at a place called Distelfink Bakery. It's a scratch bakery. And then I also worked at Panera Bread um, overnight. So I was just around the clock. And you were baking. baking because you had always baked? This was a hobby? that you're trying to Yeah, I loved it. I actually saw myself, like, owning my own bakery uh, one day. Or I would have stayed at Distelfink for the rest of my life. Yeah, wow. But, uh... Yeah, it was a hobby, and I loved it a lot. I loved waking up at 3 a.m. and making donuts and butter cake and, like, all that stuff. And decorating was a lot of fun. Uh, But, yeah, it was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of work for uh, not so much pay. Yeah. So, quit. um, Got into real estate. I was delivering pizzas, um, and my brother told me that I should get my real estate license. So I did. And I just dove full-time right into it. Why did your brother tell you to get your real estate license? Because I, was, <laughs> I just quit my job like kind of on the spot. It was kind of like a bad quit. Uh, she kind of screwed me over a little bit. So uh, 
I, I just left right on the spot and then just, I, I, I had time pretty much. He was in the real estate and he was doing really well. He was doing wholesaling at the time and investing and flipping houses. So he was like, Caitlin, just do it. Um, so I did it. I got my license in a month and I was like, oh, I can, I can do a lot with this. So. Got it. So he was into it, which yeah, is why yeah. he said specifically get your real estate license. Yeah. yeah. So I think he saw it because, I mean, he's, he's learned. He, he, he made a lot of mistakes too. And I think he just kind of wanted me to do better for myself. So got it. Yeah. And was that ever something that you considered because you no. saw your older brother doing it? No, or not at all. It was really just him <laughs> telling you to do it and you did it. And yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where I had, I just had the time and I did not want to go back to college to finish my degree. Um, I just, something in me, just, I just not want to do it. What so, did you go to college for? Just communications. Okay. So it wasn't so. baking. No. <laughs> and it wasn't... <laughs> Well, Real estate. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to culinary arts school, but I was already in the world and had a lot of experience in it. And gotcha. So many people just said, "You have the experience in that. Just you don't need get, to go to like, school a for a business it. degree or communications uh, or something like that." So uh, okay, um, that's what I was doing. Wow. So, yeah, but changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes! <laughs> I mean, you could have definitely used those baking skills out in Colorado. Yeah. Nowadays, right? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. I know. They need plenty of brownies out there. I know. <laughs> All right. So you come back, you get your real estate license, yeah. and then you just take off to the races. Do you, yeah. Who do you start working for? And I and dove into it just head first. Um, I, that's kind of like the person I am. They like I start something, I love it, and right. I'll just go right after it. So, yeah, um, yeah I just kind of saw uh, the opportunity. I, or the opportunities I could have with real estate. So uh, I knew Keller Williams was it right away. I didn't even interview with any other offices. I just, I love their company. I love what they stood for. Um, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is my calling. What so. did you love about Keller Williams specifically? Um, it's more, so I had... I always had, I always pictured realtors being like super cutthroat mm -hmm. and like just kind of out for themselves in a way, but yep. Keller Williams is more team oriented and culture oriented. So they truly care about their realtors and their clients and gotcha. they kind of teach you that it's about working together and not so much um, just the numbers and stuff. So Cool. So yeah. they were... The only place you interviewed with, yeah, you got a, a job with them. So how does that work? Um, you work for them, but really you're doing so much work on your own. Oh yeah. Like, how does how does pay work in general? You know, if someone out there is listening to this and they're like, maybe I'm interested in real estate. Like, yeah. How does that work? So I pretty much just pay a monthly fee to have my Keller Williams name and insurance. <laughs> okay. Everything mm -hmm. else. That's all like the I mean, cost they, model. Yeah. Everything else they give you, like they give you the website and an app, um, which is more than other companies kind of give you, because mm -hmm. you usually have to pay for that stuff on your own. Right. Um, but my monthly fee kind of covers that. And then, um, but yeah, everything else, my marketing, um, how I put myself out there, that's all me. So it. it's like running your own business, everything you can think of about how running your own business is, that's what I do. So gotcha. 
I pay for the Kellerum's name, but my marketing and everything I do is on my own. Gotcha. So. And how does the team stuff come into play? So, you know, you're the one who's working with clients to buy or sell homes. Yeah. So how, where does the team aspect come into play? Um, just with, I mean, so when you're trying to get a real estate transaction done, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of people working with you. So there's inspectors, there's appraisals, there's your loan officer, there's the loan officer's team, um, there's the listing agent, and then the sellers, and then the buyers, and then the buyer's agent. <laughs> so wow. there's a lot of moving parts. Um, uh, sometimes during a deal, it can be things can kind of get like crazy or um, so, uh, people can like start to get emotional or take things the wrong way. Um, mm. And I, I always have to remind people or remind myself even sometimes that um, we have a goal to get this deal done for our clients. Are we working together get, to get this done or are we not? Mm. Um, so that's sort of like where the whole team thing comes in mind. Also, like when I, when I meet with buyers and sellers, um, I always tell people, this is the group of people I work with. I trust them. They work just as hard as me. And if you want to work with them, I highly recommend them. So like my inspectors, my loan officers, my title company, all that. Wow. So I've just, um, you make mistakes when you get in. I mean, I'll continue to make mistakes. But uh, you, when you're working with different people, you kind of figure out who has the same like work ethic as you. Mm -hmm. um, and who you know, who you can rely on, like when it comes to that different stuff. So. Have you encountered, um, you know, either other agents or people you've worked with that are just like, I will never <laughs> work with you again, or yeah. want to work with you? you yeah, know? I mean, I, you can't please anyone, everyone. Right. So right. there's a lot of different personalities in the world. So uh, I like to think that I'm a really hard worker, and I, I mean, I think I am. But they, there's just some people who will disagree with you no matter what. So Got it. they'll work better with another realtor. Right. So it just won't be me. But yeah, that definitely, I mean, there's so many different, everyone wants to buy and sell a house and everyone has different personalities, so. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're working with uh, a client who wants to buy or sell a home, let's, let's take um, buying a home. Uh -huh. um, what are some things that you find people don't know but they should know about buying a home. And I, and I guess even selling, if you want to work that in too, but um, if you want to separate the two. Um. Um, I always tell people, one of the first things I always tell people is you're hiring us, like I work for them. Mm -hmm. um, it's your investment, 200, 300, 100,000, a million dollars. That's your money, how you want to invest it when you're hiring a realtor or a loan officer, um, you want to make sure they're working to your standards. So it's your money, you're paying us, make sure you're, they're, you're, the work's going to get done the way you want it done. So people, mm -hmm. don't, people forget that. Um, they, like, they'll get recommended a realtor or whatever, and they feel like they're stuck with them, or they're too afraid mm -hmm. to tell them how, like, what they're feeling or whatever. But I always tell, I always tell people, let me know. Well, if I'm doing something wrong, call me out on it. Um, if you want something to go a different way, let me know, and then we'll talk it out. But yeah, that's one of the first things I always tell people. It's just you're hiring us, and if you want to talk to other realtors, go ahead. If you want to 
um, shop around for loan officers do that too. Right. Um, also, interest rates is a big one. A lot of people have no idea what an interest rate is on a mortgage. <laughs> a, a lot. So I work a lot of first-time home buyers. So um, it's a lot of explaining, shop around for the best interest rate you can get. And what do people think it is versus what do you explain to them? Um, it just <clears throat> it plays a lot in in your monthly payment. Um, like how much you're putting down your credit score. I mean, it all gets tied into it. So what you're looking at on some sort of app, um, what your what your this app will tell you what you're pre-approved for isn't taking in everything with your credit score, your homeowner's insurance, uh, taxes, um, all that stuff. Um, that's why you should just call a loan officer or call five loan officers to see Okay, so like, so there, people think it's way more simple than it actually is, yeah. and that they're seeing this, yeah. you know, super low interest rate that they might be able to get, but yeah. there's way more to it. Yeah, a that. lot more to Got it. it. So Understood. that's why just like just leave it to the professional who's trained in it. Yeah, and then call a bunch of different people and see if you can gotcha. get you the best rate. So what yeah, about, that's why there's a note. What if uh, what if they were selling a home? Is there other things that people should? I'm sure there's things that they should. Yeah. Know, but what are some um, of the big ones? It's a lot. <laughs> um, selling a home is actually might be a lot easier. I guess it just depends on the way you look at it. Uh, like you don't have to go through the mortgage process and stuff like that, which can be a headache. Um, but no, it's the same thing. When you're hiring a realtor, make sure you, I mean, who's going to be the best fit uh, when it comes to marketing your house? Um, are they going to be holding open houses until your house is sold? Um, are they sending mailers out to your neighborhood or potential people that are going to be looking at your house? Um, are they blasting it all over the internet? Are they taking professional pictures? That is a pet peeve of mine. Um, make sure your realtor takes professional pictures. It's just, it's... Versus what? With your, your cell phone? Absolutely not. Um, it's just 90% of people are browsing the internet, looking at the houses, and the first thing that shows up is a picture. So, How many realtors do you think use cell phones? Oh my god, at least half, at least half. That's um, a lot more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I would have definitely expected 90 plus percent to be using at least, whether they're taking the photo themselves or hiring someone yeah. using a, a digital, DSLR. Don't ever, if you see... That's uh, incredible. Yeah, if you see your realtor come, I mean, and they should be paying it for it too, because that's all part of your, what you're paying them for. Got it. So, I mean, just if they're doing brochures and stuff, that's, that, those are the pictures getting put all over the internet, your brochures, your, all your marketing. So you want them to look good. Yeah. That's astounding. I <laughs> it's would really, not have expected that. It's a really big pet peeve. Wow. So, and it's not that much money. It's like 100 bucks, 120 bucks. So. Right just all part of your fees. Yep. So, yeah, that's, I mean, as it goes, as for sellers, that's all, that's all I really have. <laughs> There's a lot more that goes into it, but right. that's boring stuff. <laughs> right. So you work with first-time home buyers. Is that mm -hmm. something that just kind of happened naturally, or you, Yeah. that's the kind of your... I think uh, so. Um, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with my age. Um, I do, I get all of my leads from social media and referrals. I, that's all I get my leads from. So 
uh, I guess just the people I'm reaching out to or, or who's seen all of my stuff is from social media. And then right. um, a lot of my first-time home buyers, um, Keller Williams is very educational-based. Like, you'll find a lot of people who are fresh out of real estate school go to Keller Williams because mm. there's a really good coaching program and they have classes almost every single day. So I kind of just took that um, and ran with it with my first time home buyers. So I, I tried to educate all of my buyers and sellers um, about the whole home buying and selling process. So Gotcha. And um, even your coworkers or your, the other agents in the office, right? You do yeah. professional development with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I teach, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I teach uh, social media and some tech classes and... Keller Williams too. So I guess, I don't know, some people say I'm pretty decent at it. So I just try and pass on my knowledge. <laughs> if uh, real, if um, agents are listening to this, what are some social media tips that you would give them? Or what are some things that they need to change on their social media? Um, if you're going to be, if you want to get leads from social media, um, it takes time. Um, but you have to do it every single day for, I do it every single day for at least an hour or two a day. So I'm posting to my Instagram stories, I'm posting to my regular Instagram. Um, I try to post stuff that makes people wanna engage more. So ask questions. Um, yeah, you do a lot of like, do you like this bathroom or that bathroom? Yeah. Do you like this living room or that living room? Yeah, yeah so and thumbs then, up, thumbs down. Yeah. yeah, and then every once in a while you just throw in there and you say, do you want to buy or sell a house soon? Right. And then, there you go. Yeah, it's very Gary Vaynerchuk of you. <laughs> yeah. Jab, jab, jab. Right hook. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look that book up. Okay. It's all about giving, 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 giving. And then when you ask, you've given so much yeah. that ideally they're right. going to buy whatever you're offering. But yeah. you got to give a lot. All right. And um, kind of do these tiny jabs. Yeah. And then go for that right hook. Okay. Yeah, so that's what it's all about. All right. I gotta look into that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do on social media. So just free knowledge right. about the whole process, and I cool. think people like that. So yeah, you want to help? Yeah, right. I do. Yeah, I do. I love settlement day. It's just everyone's happy and mm -hmm. excited, and we can celebrate. And I also get paid. So <laughs> yeah. Well, business in general, right? Like you're selling something, but you're selling something that people want, right? They want help. Yeah. Selling or buying a house. Yeah. Right. And they're willing to pay you for that. That's the exchange that they're doing. Right? Yeah. Because we, we don't live in a barter system. Right? Yeah. So money is that bartering system. Yeah. Right. It's a currency. But yep. any business out there is just is solving a problem. And solving a problem is really just helping. Yeah. Right. So if you own a business or if you have any part of a business, all you're doing is really helping mm -hmm. the people who intrinsically want to help generally succeed better than those who go in it for the money alone yeah. or the prestige alone or, or whatever. Yep. I would definitely agree with that. So, yeah. Cool. Let's talk about your fitness journey. So, okay. um, what did you do growing up and, uh, you know, basically what did, what led up to CrossFit? Yeah. Um, played sports my entire life. Um, softball, uh, soccer, football, field hockey, uh, basketball, pretty much anything with the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, and then played through high school, played a little bit of Monco. Um, I still play competitive full field 11v11 11 11 soccer. Um, 
probably going to hang that up soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, still play fast pitch softball too, and football. So I just I just keep myself super involved in sports. I just love it. So um, I started getting into. I, I started running a lot, like mm-hmm. early twenties, um, was, but had like no muscle at all, just running, running, running all the time. Uh, then my friend Melissa um, got me to join. Wasn't like CrossFit. Um, I guess it was, it was like a functional fitness yeah, cross yeah. training type yeah. small group. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that guy was awesome. He just did it out of his gym. There was like 12 of us. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was in the best shape of my life. Um, did that for about three years and we did a lot of Spartan races and other obstacle races. My friend and I made it a goal to run 12 Spartan races in a year. Wow. And yeah. We were in pretty good shape. Um, we just went all up and down the East coast and I'll never forget the day we were done. We just looked at each other and we just started shoving pancakes in our mouths. Like, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> it was just a lot. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I hung up running. Um, my Our trainer stopped what he was doing and our group kind of dispersed. And hmm. it was sad. Um, it, I just couldn't really find like that same group mentality of motivation and stuff for a couple of years and I fell off a little bit, went through some life stuff, some injury. And then I was like, I got it. I got to find something else to keep me going again. And I found you guys. So that's how, how I did you find us? Do you remember? I Googled. I Googled. Just you. Google. Yeah. What? Did you Google for CrossFit? Yeah. I yeah, did. did. Okay. Yeah. I just, I mean, I didn't know just because of what we did at, at with my old trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you figured it was similar, yeah. so that's what you looked for. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So, yeah, I found you guys. Um, came in for my little 20-minute interview, see how it went, and I was like, yep, this is it. All right, let's call it an intro. It's intro. not an interview. It's, you know, <laughs> intro. I'm not, I'm not like... Interview with you guys. Yeah, I'm not... My interview with you guys. <laughs> right. That's fair. That's fair. If you were interviewing us, that's definitely fair. <laughs> no, nah, I was sold right away. You guys are great. This is a... I was like, yep, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you're here, so I feel like I can ask this question. So, did you look at other gyms? And you yeah. don't have to mention any by name, but, like... I was, I was like, gym hopping yeah. for uh, a lot of years. So, I mean, I just, I went to the Y, I went to another place in North Wales, I went to a few different places, but um, the quality you get here is just not even comparable. The quality of the bathrooms, the, <laughs> the trainers, the, oh, okay, Got gym, it. cleanliness. It's just, yeah, it's nice. So you'll have me for a while. Awesome. <laughs> if you'll have me. Good to hear. <laughs> uh, and what, what, was, what is it like to start? So you were looking for CrossFit. You'd done some cross-training stuff before. Yeah. Um, was, it, was it actually similar to what you were doing before? Um, um, how was that transition into you know, a routine of coming here you know, three to five days a week? Yeah, they, I mean, compared to uh, the cross-training, it was pretty similar. Um, But the way you guys break stuff down and um, kind of make it so each person is, you know, I don't don't know the words for it, but you like... Like modify and scale. Yeah, modify and scale for each person. um, That's super helpful. And, you know, sometimes you have your good days and sometimes you have your bad days and... uh, 
you guys helped understand that whole process before. I was kind of just like go hard all the time. And, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, uh, compared to other places, um, this is great. Cool. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, what have you what have you found in terms of the either the workouts or the movements or things that maybe you weren't doing before? Has has it kind of expanded your you know exercise repertoire? Yeah. So uh, I did a lot of heavy lifting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I don't know. It's just what I'm good at, but incorporating more like the cardio body work stuff that's what I need yeah so and you guys do them so that's that's the big difference that I that I really needed mm-hmm. in my do you have any goals specific goals to yeah <laughs> to hit yeah what do you want so yeah I mean I would like to lose like 20 pounds I think that was my original goal um and then I would love to back squat 350 Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Those are kind of opposing goals, you know. I know, yeah. but I think I could do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying they're definitely opposing, but. Um, I feel like I would hit 350 before I lose my 20 pounds. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then the last thing I want to talk about is travel because you really love traveling. Uh-huh. So, and that's uh, a big piece of what our brand is about. It's about exploring. So, Kana yes. means explore in Icelandic. Yes. And you have been to Iceland. Yep. And in fact, got you got married there. Yep. So talk about that. Uh, yeah. So my husband grew up two, two blocks away from me. Um, he's a little bit I thought you were going to say you grew up in Iceland. In yeah, no. <laughs> People ask that a lot, actually, yeah. when we chose Iceland. They're like, oh, is he from Iceland? Like, no. Right. <laughs> uh, he, we both have the same passion for traveling and adventure and all that stuff, so... Uh, he doesn't have a very big family. I have a massive family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brothers had already gotten married, so I'm like, well, they already have their parties, and we don't need to have a massive party or anything like that. Let's just, let's just go somewhere and get married. So mm-hmm. we originally planned on Alaska. Um, but then once we told people that we were kind of doing, like, this elopement thing, mm-hmm. they all were like, well, when are we going? <laughs> you know, his whole family's like, when should we buy our tickets? And we're like, uh, I guess we didn't really think about Got this. It. So you told your family, like, hey, we're going to get married in Alaska, thinking, like, just us. Yeah. But then they were like, Great. cool, well, when were you going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. <laughs> <Got> so it. <laughs> we're like, uh, all right, didn't really think about that. Didn't so. really communicate that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We well, weren't you there. But. Well, his whole family, um, they, they're world travelers. My whole family went to Seattle growing up every single week. So they're mm-hmm. not. Super common here. Super common. Yeah. Yep. So, and like, that's it. Yep. No, not Which world travelers. In Seattle? What street? Yeah. Well, now we go to, thir- we're on 34th. Um, and pleasure, yeah. but we used to just rent all over the place. Right. So, but we've been renting that house for. We still rent it. Yeah. So. Going to the OD and. Yeah. No shower happy stuff. hour. No shower happy hour. All yeah. that good stuff. Yep. But yeah, so Alaska is really expensive for about thirty-five people. Mm-hmm. So I just did some more research. I found this really awesome picture of someone getting married in Iceland. I was like sold. I was like, we're going to Iceland. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> so you had never been there before. No. So, planned it all ourselves, no wedding planner or anything, um, just communicating with the hotel staff, and um, we stayed at Hotel Ranga, um, and then we just picked a, a waterfall, um, I do not know how to pronounce it, 
but it was very, there was only, there was a couple there on their 40th anniversary hiking. Um, there were only other people there. So yeah. it was really nice. So that's Iceland. That's awesome. And we've been so many other places since. So. <laughs> what are some of your top favorites or recommendations to other people looking to travel? Uh, Switzerland. Absolutely. We, we're, the way we travel is we are going nonstop all day, every day. So, uh, so we like to, yeah, you're not like going to, uh, uh, an Island and just laying on the beach. No, no. Um, so Switzerland is definitely for adrenaline junkies. They have Mm -hmm. hang gliding, um, canyoning, uh, anything mountain. Anything mountain, mountain. Skiing, it's so much fun. Yeah, climbing, bungee jumping, which I'm disappointed to get to do. Um, yeah, and then we just went on a whole road trip through Switzerland. It was it was beautiful. Um, Maui is incredible. Stayed there. Uh, yeah, now we're going to Montana. Yeah, what are you going to do in Montana? Just hike, explore. I heard that's that. I, I feel like that's like kind of the new hot spot for. Yeah. Um, for domestic travel, yeah. 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 We have, um, I have 11 more states to hit in uh, the United States, so I got to go across the top. Yeah. So. What, um, what's on your bucket list? And that could be travel related or, or not. Swim with whales. Mm. Swim with sharks. Uh, Hopefully in a cage. No. I want to do it without the cage. What kind of sharks? I don't know. Okay. Whatever they throw me in at. Got it. I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I have a friend who just did it with great whites, and I'm not going to... Without a cage? No, with a, with a cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, mean, I feel like there are sharks that you can do without a cage and some that you probably should do with a cage. Yeah, I know um, Travis, that's, like, his number one fear. I mean, it's heights and sharks, so it might be hard to convince him <laughs> to do without a cage. Yeah, he better not go skydiving with a shark. So <laughs> yeah. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but swim with whales is probably my, my number one mm-hmm. and bungee jumping, whitewater rafting, hang gliding. You never whitewater raft? I haven't. I was going to do it in Switzerland. pretty local I, places here, like yeah. up in the Poconos. I know, but I feel like if I'm going to do it, I got to Oh, you want to like, go big for it? Yeah, go big. Well, that's, yeah, we, we went bungee jumping, but we, this was in college, so, you know, I think I like asked Jeeves what the, you know. <laughs> Highest bungee jump was in North America, and it was actually up in Ottawa. So we took a drive up to Ottawa oh. to do it. How high was it? Um, it was, you know, it was over a um, a natural spring. So they were like wow. digging or you know whatever they call it, um, mining, and they hit a spring and it just spurred up and created a natural lake. Cool. And so now they have this crane over the lake, and you bungee jump into that. So I want to say it's 200 feet. It was over 200 feet. Nice. Um, I mean, obviously, they have it in meters. So it was, it was, it was high. I mean, it was, at the time, it was highest in North America. It mm. might still be. Um, but then you can choose, like, do you want to dip in the lake or not, right? Like, they oh, change the really? bungee based on what you want. Yeah. So we stayed in this, you know. They call it a hostel, but it was really an old jail that they converted into a hostel. So you were literally sleeping in jail cells. Wow. Yeah. It was very... um, That sounds awesome. Yeah, very Did you dip in the water? Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Were you terrified? Uh, No, but (laughs) it definitely takes something to... 
jump or to fall, mm-hmm. right? Like skydiving, the plane tilts, so you just fall out. You mm-hmm. don't actually jump out of a plane. I, I suppose some you do, but this one, the plane was so small that you just kind of get to the edge and then they turn the plane and you fall out. You know, so there's really no choice. Right. And then for, let's say, hang gliding, like you start on the ground and the plane takes you up and then it just releases you and then you're gliding around. So there's not as much of a choice. Yeah. Like with bungee jumping, it's up to you to the light take switch. that step off and your brain doesn't want to, right? Yeah. Like your brain is this thing that says, don't jump off a 200-foot <laughs> surf, uh, yeah. you know, height. And yeah. so it, um, it w- yeah, I mean, it was super cool, definitely a rush, but... Um, yeah, that decision is, is not the easiest. <laughs> yeah, I call it the light switch. Yeah, the light, you got to turn off the light switch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, we did a, it was the, a canyon swing in, in Switzerland where you're just attached to this rope right. and you stand on the platform and it's like a 90 meter Yeah, a big swing. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, that was, that was crazy. Right, I and it catches at the end and you swing. Yeah. yeah, that was nuts, but I loved it. I love that kind of stuff, so. Cool. I love yeah. it. Um, anything else you want to add about real estate or CrossFit or travel? Or yeah, anything? I just, uh, thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Yeah. You do a really good job at um, promoting my real estate. I really appreciate it. So. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you here. Yeah. Um, Glad to be here. So where, where can people find you if they're like, I got I want to buy a house now. <laughs> I listen to this podcast, and now I want to buy a house um, in the North Wales or Greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, you can just search my name, Caitlin Mathy Keller Williams. Uh, Caitlin K A T E L Y M. Yeah, Mathy M A T H E. Yeah, um, and or I'm all over social media, so it's Caitlin with K W. That's cool. my social media name, and just message me. Cool. It's pretty simple. Slide in your DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, anything about real estate, you can just ask me. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm very intrusive or I won't be hitting you over the head to keep talking to me if you have a question or anything like that. So yeah. if you have a question, don't be afraid to ask. So. Cool. That's All it. right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey folks, thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Cross Econa, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, email us at info at Thanks and have a great day.